Hello, dear listeners. It is I, once again, DJ Star Sage, coming to you from the Lady Jamora. It's the middle of the work week, and it's also my week in the office. I am just leaving Corn Meadows, my workday at the Brand Barn, and, uh, well, I've got a short handful of things to update you on. So, sit back, relax, grab your favorite drink, and uh, sit yourself down. We're, you're in store for the next edition of Surely You Jest, the day-to-day life of a modern-day jester. How are you? And what have you been up to? What a difference a couple of weeks can make. When last I spoke to you, things were pretty grim, pretty dark and dreary, with no sign of the storm in sight. Well, since then, we've uh, done our best to pull ourselves up by our own bootstraps and carry on, as they say, all in the spirit of looking for that light at the end of the tunnel, and due in part thanks to a very uh, adventurous and boisterous little creamsicle boy. We soldiered on and decided to welcome a new addition to the family. If you follow me on social media, you'll have seen pictures of the beautiful little white and gray girl, Miss Siona. She's a about a year old or so, and well, there's a few things to tell you about, mostly that uh, we decided it was in our best interest to not dwell on the dismal. We had known for quite some time that our girls were getting up there in years, and that they were not in the peak of health. And sure, I miss them. And I will never have another life like theirs touch mine. But that is what makes us unique in this journey. The experiences that we share, those moments that make our interactions unique and being afraid of diminishing those being afraid of making those moments feel less by repeating some of the same actions is really not fair to those of us 
you on to the land of the living. So, with that in mind, we brought the little girl home who Hubby had spotted in a store a couple of weeks before our dear sweet Goldie's passing and considered it an omen that the timing had worked out that a young little girl would be joining our home closer in age to our little creamsicle boy Benny and possibly someone who was more capable of sharing the interests and uh, well, the energy of someone his age. It has been uh, quite the interesting experience to behold. Now, if, uh, if you hadn't realized or had picked up on before I had mentioned that Benny is a special needs boy. He has lots of enthusiasm, lots of energy, and is possibly easy or easily excited as one might find a child to be, but he has such a abundance of joy and love when something excites him, and having this young soul in our home has reawaken that in him. In the days before their passing, his aunties, as we like to call them, they weren't interested in his uh, day-to-day adventures. They didn't want to play with him. They just shoot him away and you know, because we weren't sure how younger cat would uh, interact with older he didn't get to see them as often and certainly that saddened our boy and his uh, his behavior suffered as a result of that but within this last two weeks of having the young girl Siona under our roof his mood has brightened he has become excited again and it's it's very healing to see the two interacting and so we have no regrets about choosing to move on in our lives And each day is a new experience, beholding their interactions. Now, it should be noted that Siona lived in 
a crowded home life situation. We're not absolutely sure, but we think that she was either in a, a feral colony or possibly somewhere that someone had too many cats in a house. Or maybe it was an apartment. But the uh, papers just simply said that she had a housing situation, so it's possible someone may have had to give her up. But the dear sweet girl, she, uh, through some difficult experiences, I'm sure, became expecting and had babies before we came to know her, but definitely was forced to grow up way too soon. And uh, while we may never know what happened or became of her babies, she's with us now. She's spayed, so she will never have to, you know, face that situation again. But at the same time, as a result of her experiences, she has problems trusting people from uh, an early experience at least I mean uh, she never totally resisted us upon meeting her but it does take some warming up you have to spend time with her to allow her to understand through your body language through your behavior that you can be trusted that you're not just going to grab her off of the floor in order to shove her in a box or a carrier for her to be uprooted again we've learned that it's best to speak to her before you enter a room so that she knows what to expect and to approach her on an equal basis. In other words, don't just stand in the room and come up to her expecting to be able to pick her up right away. You need to kneel. You need to crouch. You need to approach her as though you are her height. Sometimes laying on the floor even helps. But you have to call to her sweetly. And once she has come close, you need to offer your hand with the backside facing her so that she doesn't think you're there to grab her. And you have to allow her to approach you on her own. She needs to give her consent, and in doing so, she will nuzzle your hand to let you know, okay, I'm going to give you a chance. You can pet me but I'm not sure. And that's perfectly fine. That's the beginning of a relationship. We have learned that some of her body language is something that you have to, you know, consider for a moment. Uh, You have to think about it. Why would she be doing that? And uh, that causes you to understand or think that... I need to approach this differently. I have to gain her trust. One of the things that she will do, if you've picked her up, 
is if she's feeling vulnerable, if she's scared, or if she doesn't like something, there is a way that she will cower. She will put her arm, sorry, not her arm, she will put her head in your arm, in the crook of your elbow, and will hide her face. She's not sure. She's got trust issues, and it's understandable. But the part that will be the challenge is for our dear, sweet, orange and white boy, Benny, to gain her trust, because, as I'm sure you can understand, he is a boy. He is male. And she has issues with other male cats and what they've done to her. So, as a result of that, just because Benny is excited and happy to see her and wants to play, does not mean that she understands why he wants this. For After all, he is just a boy cat. And oh, certainly, what could a boy cat want with a young girl? She doesn't quite yet realize that Benny is a very special boy. He's not going to hurt her. He's not interested in taking advantage of her. And yes, I know, I am equating human emotions with activities. But you see, I'm going to because I don't believe that there is an order in the universe that smaller animals are primitive. Now, certainly, there are some forms of life, like a worm, or a snake, perhaps, or an insect, that may just have primitive instincts. You know, these are animals that don't nurse their young. Not mammals. However, cats and dogs do give birth to a life that has been inside of them, and they do nurse their young. So, I personally believe that there are not that many differences between a human life and a cat or a dog. We just don't speak their language. So why should we treat them any differently than a person? We just make ourselves feel better by justifying our actions in reducing them to primitive life forms. Anyways, so Siona has a journey ahead of her to learn to trust the young squire, Benny, And Benny has the journey ahead of him, which I think may be the more challenging and difficult one of allowing Siona time to figure him out. But all in all, either way, it's very heartening to see their interactions and to see the excitement of our young boy who so recently lost 
the first bonds that he had in his new home and to be surprised with this younger spirit that has joined us and in being relatively closer in age has the opportunity the chance of sharing his lifetime with him so these are the things that excite me and make me feel better about the life that I've led of late because uh, you know while we are certainly led to believe that our lives are nothing but a book with endless potentially endless pages I've been feeling like through this experience that it's been another chapter and I, I didn't know that I was coming to the end of that until I realized the need for us to move on for the benefit of our young boy so other than that um, there, there are some other things that have been going on at the chateau not long ago hubby began a new position with a, a workplace that I'm going to call the Statue Emporium and he's been there oh, almost a month or so and he's doing similar things that he has at the uh, the Gnome Zone and um, you know Granger's where he uh, had work that was related to displays and inventory but uh, he's enjoying himself in this uh, new position and uh well, of course, there's uh, just a little more stability in any of the other uh, two companies he's been at. So certainly the uh, capability exists for there to be a longer-term association, <laughs> fingers crossed. Um, one of the things that uh, we have enjoyed as a result of that has been a more regular time off together it has been ages I dare say maybe it's only happened a couple of times in the 14 years we've been together due to working in the retail industry we usually did not get weekend days off in fact he was lucky if he got a single one once a month and now through the uh, the promise that is the statue emporium, he is having Sundays off regularly, and uh, this is quite a treat to hubby because not only does he have Sundays off, but he has two days off in a row. He has consecutive days off, and at times it seems as though he doesn't know what to do with himself because it used to be that uh, his day off would pass so quickly that he wouldn't have any expectations. He would just simply know that he wants or needs to get something done. And when that's done, then, um, you know, 
so be it. But it didn't always get done, because when you only have one day off, you know, it's uh, fight or flight, I guess. <laughs> Anyways, where I'm going with this is that Hubby has recently invested himself in uh, continuing some of our home projects. And uh, that is something that has been very comforting because we've been in our house 11 years now. And uh, the earlier days, a lot more things were able to get checked off within a couple of years. And, you know, when you could do a few things in a short amount of time, you feel really accomplished. But when the ability to check those things off of your list (laughs) goes away for a while, it's very discouraging. And uh, we are just delighted that we've been able to get some of those things crossed off. And in fact, one of those being that Hubby has made good on his ambitions to further our home decor. We have recently ordered and uh, had delivered the first, very first of our new furniture for our living room. We got two reading chairs and uh, talk about ambition. Hubby is actually crafting, yes, from scratch, well, basically scratch, a mid-century modern, and that's short for the 1950s style sofa and it uh, incorporates basically a memory foam mattress and uh, two end tables and um, well we're just very excited because we've never had new furniture and this means that the house is that much closer to being done D-O-N-E okay not really it is a big hurdle, and there are a few more things, but I'm telling myself that this is a big check mark on that honeydew list, and I'm excited for it, because after we got rid of some things, our living space feels so much bigger, and if you haven't figured it out yet, if you're a homeowner, the thing that we've experienced is buying furniture that is designed for an era newer than our house really doesn't feel appropriate. And by that, I mean anything after the 60s, they seem to think that Americans just had these ginormous McMansions. And when we moved in together, I had a sectional couch. Now, talk about walking around... (laughs) Uh, you know, not having much room and just basically one item of furniture. That sectional couch made our living room feel absolutely tiny. So within uh, the first couple of years of moving into our house, we got rid of it. We're gifted some of our, our um, Mama Billy's apartment furniture, much more appropriately sized for a 1960s household. And uh, that's what we've been using ever since. But now that we were able to purchase furniture more in line with the uh, 
the layout of our living room. It's just a, uh, well, it's a whole new ball game. And uh, it's exciting to see that uh, Hubby has taken an interest and is able to use his time off to check off some of those things. Many more projects to come. But uh, in the meantime, we are just over a week away from the second. Yes, number two. You missed it if you weren't paying attention. We had the season premiere of season six of that other show I do with about film and television trivia. Matinee Minutia. Well, if you uh, can drop by matineeminutia.com on Friday, October 6th, my co-host, my nerd brother, my partner in crime, Choppy Smelly, and I are going to be discussing a mid, early to mid-70s um, drama by the director, producer of Star Wars, George Lucas, and this is before he made Star Wars. This is a film that introduces us to the ABC stars that would be in such shows as Happy Days in Laverne and Shirley, Ron Howard, and Cindy Williams. We're going to be discussing American Graffiti. It's about that summer that the kids were getting out of high school and uh, exploring what the rest of their lives might mean. A lot of people have talked about this movie, and we're going to offer you our perspectives on that. So drop by matineeminutia.com, click on the blue Discord logo. It looks like a game controller if you want to enter our chat room. You could also either listen to our audio or view our video, because we do uh, put on some outfits, some hats and masks, glasses even, and, uh, you know, put ourselves in a funny place on camera. You could see us on YouTube. Won't you do that? Drop by and uh, participate in the show. All right. If you would like to get in touch with me, you can do that on X, formerly known as Twitter, at DJ Starsage. I am on Blue Sky. So if you are, look for DJ Starsage there. And if you're not on Blue Sky yet, well, good luck with that. I had to hang out in a lot of Reddit forums and wait for someone to drop an invite code. <laughs> uh, but you can uh, tweet me or X me or whatever you want to call it, at DJ Starsage and email me djstarsage at gmail.com. All right, folks, I got to go in and uh, get a nice coffee before I take my evening walk. Um, that's all for now. Kisses from the carriage. Bye-bye. <laughs>